0: Saints, welcome to Hanging Out with Jesus podcast for believers who want to strategically go and do what God's called you to do for such a time as this. How? By securing your foundation in Christ through practicing spiritual disciplines and being reminded of who you are and who you are in order to live purposefully in a collapsing culture. For more resources, including the free Christian blueprint, which helps you gauge where you are foundationally in Christ right now, and disciplines to practice for spiritual growth, visit hangingoutwithjesuspodcast.com. You can also subscribe to the newsletter for twice a month reminders, podcast updates, challenges, spiritual disciplines to practice, and more.
1: Hey, Saints,
0: I'm Levita Brooks, Christian author, Bible teacher, founder of the Me Project Academy, and your host. Now, on to the intro. Thanks for supporting this ministry, which contains the podcast, academy, blog, books, and journals, and Bible studies. I enjoy receiving DMs on Instagram, comments on the blog, podcast transcript, and email in which everything can be found in the transcript or hanging out with JesusPodcast.com. I love to hear from you because then it makes us feel more like a conversation. Saints, this is episode 77. Now come walk with me where we intentionally and daily Hang out with Jesus. Let's pray. Our Father who is in heaven, how great thou art. You bless us with air to breathe, movable body parts, hope in our hearts, and a purpose for living. Help us to let go of the sins that so easily entangle us so that we can go and do what you called us to do. Teach us your ways as we dig into your word, the Bible, and learn of you in order to get to know you, develop a deeper relationship with you, understand you, and simply be in your presence. Help us to be hearers and doers of your word. Help us to practice what we preach so that we can have a legacy that continues to follow after you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, saints, this was supposed to be the last part of the series, but I couldn't leave you without sharing this new insight God revealed to me the other night. It was, well, it it was in the middle of April. <laughs> you see, the more I dug into God's word and, and the more I, I, I just was in his presence seeking him about Judges chapter 6 to verse 8, the more I found, <laughs> the more questions came up. And answers. And, and, and these answers led me to, to question whether this is something I need to know, whether I need to apply it, teach it, or, or I'm about to experience it, or I have experienced it. You know, saying so either way, either way you look at it or I look at it, I just had to share it with you because it affects us all. I'm talking about. How we say we are followers of Christ, but we have a God on the side. <laughs> you know that, that, that saying, oh man, he's married, but he has a chick on the side. Well, I want y'all to think about that. You see, because what I'm talking about is you you worship Christ, but when you can't find things you ask, you say stuff like, St. Christopher helped me find it. Or you praise God for healing someone, but then you give them your lucky coin so they always have money in their wallet. Sound familiar? What about you say you love God, but you spend more time learning about what's happening in the news or your favorite shows than reading your Bible? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, saints. <laughs> so let me stop here. Let me stop here. Because in 75 and 76, I've been sharing nuggets from Judges 6 to 8 about Gideon. Well, I'd like to go another step further. You see, we have to live in this world, but we are not supposed to be like this world. Saints, we're to be different. And yes, being a believer can be And and, and it can be painful at times. But the point is, we are here to share the gospel and to glorify God. Our reward is in heaven. Don't forget that. Now let's get back to the scriptures because I have two nuggets to share. The first one is found in Judges 6, 7, chapter 6, verse 7. We find the Israelites crying out to the Lord, because the Mennonites, Amorites, and Amalekites are raiding them and devouring their produce. So God sent a prophet to remind them of what he has done for them. But God also reminded them that they disobeyed his voice. Then in verse 28 of Judges chapter 6, you have the townsmen ready to kill Gideon, because he broke the altar of Baal and cut down the Asherah beside it. Hold up. Let's take another look at that. Israelites are crying out for God's help. But then you have Israelites who are townsmen that are ready to kill for a God whose altar was torn down. Since you get that, read it when you get a chance to, Or or stop the podcast now, check it out. Then come back to pick up where you left off. (laughs) I'll still be here. (laughs) Now, the Israelites are crying out to God who brought them out of Egypt. And yet, they're worshiping another God. Isn't one of the Ten Commandments not to worship any other gods? So why do they think God is going to save them? When, as God said, but you, meaning the Israelites, have not obeyed my voice. I wonder, are we, are you, believer, especially American believers, are we like that? Do we cry to God to save us from the pressures of life, and yet, We're committing the very sin he says not to because we aren't obeying his voice either. Saints, this is where the rubber meets the road in Christianity. Either you are or you aren't. Pick a side, but don't bring down the whole body with you. Lift us up. I challenge you to check yourself. What are you desiring greatly from the Lord that you are crying out about? Then ask, what sin are you holding on to that you're refusing to let go of? Yeah, that second question is going to take some guts. If you really want to know the answer and then do what's necessary to let it go. Now the next nugget. I want to share is the one that bothers me the most. You see, the altar Gideon pulled down was his father's. Did y'all see that in verse 25, chapter 6? And yet his father, Joash, is the one that is defending him before the townsmen in verse 31. See, has Joash changed his view on Baal because he wants to protect his son? Or because he suddenly recognized his error from what the prophet said back in verse 28? Or, 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 or was there another reason? Scripture doesn't say. Therefore, I, we can speculate. But what Scripture does say is that Joyce stood against the townsmen, meaning more than just a few not just in defense of Gideon, but I believe in some ways because he realized that God is more powerful than Baal. Let me read Judges chapter 6, verse 31 to 32 again. But Joash said to all who stood against him, will you contend for Baal or will you save him? Whoever contends for him shall be put to death by morning. If he is a God, let him contend for himself because his altar has been broken down. Therefore, on that day, Gideon was called Jerabel. That is to say, let Baal contend against him, because he broke his altar. <laughs> Gideon's dad, whom he was afraid of in verse 27, it reads like this. So Gideon took 10 men of his servants and did as the Lord had told him, but because he was too afraid of his family and the men of the town to do it by day, he did it by night. Oh, saints, Gideon's dad is protecting him, but why? Was that his dad's altar? I mean, here we find a father defending the right that his son did because even though it was his altar, it should not have been. <laughs> Besides, if Baal is all that, let Baal take on Gideon. That is if Baal is all that. And we both know that mm, it's not. Mm, no, it's not. But Saints, do you see that? Wow. Wow. And then Saints, the other question should be, am I as a believer standing up for my loved ones who are doing what God's called them to do, even if it means tearing down the sin I am so blatantly doing? What about standing with other believers who are being persecuted for righteousness' sake, even though the impact will reduce our income? Saints, do you now see why I say some of us are like the spouse who, who say that they're in love with their, their, their husband or a wife, but yet they have someone on their side. Same here, you know. We as believers run around saying how much we love the Lord, but yet we got a low occasion G God on the other side. This other things that we are worshiping. This should not be so. Saints, remember what I said earlier? The point is, as believers, we are going to suffer for sharing the gospel and for glorifying God. But our reward is not carnal, but spiritual and in heaven for all eternity. Don't forget that. What we do here will impact Our eternity. Reading about Joash and Gideon reminded me of Matthew chapter 7, verse 21, where it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Saints' words are nothing unless backed up by doing. The angel of the Lord demonstrated not just by words but actions, of who he was, by springing up fire from the rock that Gideon placed the meat and unleavened cakes on. But your Ace stood up against the townsmen, letting them know that he wasn't only protecting his son, but also standing up for what he believes, to the point he told them, if you contend for Baal, then you will die by morning. Seriously, you that that took some faith. I wonder if God said something to J.H. before he realized that his altar was going to be torn, his altar for Baal was going to be torn down. So I challenge you with these two things, my brothers and sisters in Christ. One, where are you simply speaking God's word but not applying what you are saying? Where are you simply speaking God's word, but not applying what you are saying. And two, are you willing to stand up for another believer who is following God's calling, even if that means you have to give up the very sin you love doing? Are you willing to stand up for another believer who's following God's calling, even if that means you have to give up the very sin You love doing. God's called you for such a time as this. That's why you are still alive. It's not about you, but Christ Jesus. Ask him to help you see what sin you're holding on to so much that you are willing to compromise and and even be disobedient to doing what God's command. Now, saints, read and study your Bible, especially Judges 6 to 8 because God's got something special to say just to you. I leave you with this. We are children of the Most High God who are there for our brothers and sisters in Christ. Even if that means letting go of the sin That so easily entangles us. When we let go of that sin, God can do even greater things within us. So, saints, (laughs) until we meet again over the airways, intentionally and daily, hang out with Jesus. Shalom! Thanks for listening today. You may also find it helpful to receive the Me Project Academy newsletter with episode updates, spiritual discipline tips, and much more. All this and more can be found, including my contact information on hangingoutwithjesuspodcast.com or in the show notes.